0: The third perspective. That shit dead. Every time you're about to start, Earth ain't go (laughs) dead. You want it all day, dog. You know? What it do? what it do? What it do, this is the third respective podcast. I am your host, your late night supervisor, Dope dealer Extraordinaire, DC Zone, Rad, B.I.D. Jones. That's right before you enter that footage. To the left of me, as usual, Radical Rail, you know? Jay, to the right of me, you know? We're in a social justice crisis, a pandemic, economic crisis. We're under a president that's impeached. We got 50 some odd days for the next election. I'm black, and I'm proud. Just a third perspective, and would it do? You know what I'm saying? What's up? What's up? What's up? What's going on with y'all too, Doc? What's going
1: on, Rick? Yeah, sure.
0: You good? What's going what on, Jay?
1: I'm
0: What we got going on here? Just working, striving, maintaining. Yeah, that's about the only thing you can do in, in this life.
2: You know sure. what I'm saying? If you can do more, you can vote, right? And, and vote blue, right?
0: Yeah, that'll help. That'll help. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? That, that ain't going to help. That'll, That'll help, Jay. They gave y'all stellar as uh, Joe Biden. Third Perspectives. You can catch it on uh, Google Podcast, Spotify. Appreciate everybody that already downloaded the podcast on Spotify. We just eclipsed 4,000 downloads. And we don't even know what to say no more. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> I, ain't got, I don't even know what to say no more, dog. 4,000 <laughs> downloads. Get shouts out to everybody that downloaded Spotify and Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. I appreciate you a whole lot. If you're on YouTube, check us out, subscribe. We got a 100 subscriber challenge. You know what I'm saying? So we get 100 subscribers, we get uh, the hottest chip in the world. All three of us on the, uh, all platforms, even the hottest chip in the world. You know what I'm saying? The Pacquiao chip challenge. You know what I'm saying? So 100 subscribers, we get that. Also, you get 100 subscribers, you can go uh, on the website, right, real? Yeah.
2: Holland Cross website. Check them out. They got everything you need. And just buy everything you need. You can do a lot of customizable things waist beads, anklets, t shirts, coffee mugs, a drink bottle. I don't know. It's a whole bunch of stuff. Y'all need to check their website out. But yeah, if you follow all three platforms Real Media, you know what I'm saying? RealGamer82 at twisttv.com. And Third Perspective Podcast, you'll be entered into the zone automatically. So you only follow one, there's one chance. you follow all three,
0: there's three chance. Exactly. And at the same time, you're going to catch a nigga on fire. You might like that. You know what I'm saying, <laughs> <laughs> I don't
1: know about that fire. Y'all.
0: What's going on with you, Jay? Everything
1: good? What's up,
0: man? Yeah, we're good. We're good. What's going on at work? Everything good?
1: Yeah. Stay out the way. <laughs> <laughs> Most motherfuckers
0: say shit that's trying to stay out the system. Yeah, stay out the system. Like, nigga, I'm trying to just stay out the fucking way. Man. That's the child, school system, and everything else. <laughs> <laughs> Most motherfuckers that, you know what I'm saying, like, like me, really, all I want to do is just stay the fuck out the way, you know what I'm saying? I don't want to go back in the system. I don't want to do nothing that gets me in the system. None of that. I want to do that no more. You know what I'm saying? If you're scared, go to church. It's all about healthy and free for me, dog. You know what I'm saying, dog? It's about being healthy and free, you know? <clears throat> That's for sure. Just give, don't give, do that. don't give the white man
2: what he wants. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know? It's like y'all been near. You
0: said don't get the white man what he want? Give what him do we want, dog? What do you want, Jay? Systematic putting niggas in jail, shooting down.
2: Nah. As Rebels, they niggas put niggas in jail.
0: Pretty much. See? Yeah. Pretty much. They, they put their self in jail. You know what I'm saying, <laughs> I thought it was
3: trouble.
0: <laughs> yeah, we live a life of everything going dead on this motherfucker, dog. You know what I'm saying? Well, I appreciate everybody. We got uh, a special guest today. We got a retired police officer. Lawrence Hunter. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to try to hold uh, radical real back for me. So I can talk to you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah there we go you know yep. but i appreciate everybody that tunes in you know yep. so we're gonna uh as we yep. wait for the uh our guest to come yep. in we just want to move on and talk about what the fuck is going on with odell beckham dog? <laughs> yeah, man. what is that about slim yeah i
1: was, I was like it, it just popped up in my channel like you like to <laughs> <laughs> like shit on the bed like to shit on the or some shit hey <laughs> That's
0: a wild nigga there. He
1: like he like shit on hoes.
0: Yeah, yeah. I carry like a piss on. He like shit on. him. Now exactly. <laughs> dog, Yeah, that's shit no me uh, there. What, what are you doing? you <laughs> <No. laughs> You right, dog. That's some disrespectful shit, dog. Like, been old bitch shit. Like, nah,
2: he, he want the bitch to shit on him. Oh yeah, he like to be um, humiliated.
0: I don't know what that is. He like to be humiliated. It's nasty yeah. as fuck. We you know yeah. that. You yeah. no, might like, like, like this. <laughs> 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 you like that doo doo.
1: <laughs> you know all this shit. I don't
0: think he like
2: the water. You know, that's I
1: why
2: I
0: catch. That's why I like to catch balls in one hand. So, it's a it's a podcast called No Jumper, right? Where they they interview like rappers and celebrities and shit on a podcast. So they had Chief Keith girl on uh, one of the podcasts, right? And she goes in and starts telling about Odell Beckham like shit on. Her. That's how that started, Chief Keith girl. Now she also says she's fucking snitch now too. See, first of all, if you yeah. got all this money, you can't be fucking with youngers like this. It's running their mouth. Like, what are we doing? Like, I'm shitting on you. That means you shouldn't tell nobody. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, why would shit on you and expect you to go on Instagram after that? You know what, yeah, what I'm mean? saying? Like, what's that about, bro?
3: <laughs>
0: so when a nigga shit on you, that means this is silent. This is between me and you. You know you what, what I'm saying now? She goes on the podcast and goes in. And let them know what he like.
2: Yeah. So
0: it's not good. It's not good. <laughs> but that, that shows you that they all passing around the same girls, too. Remember? Yeah, it's a select few. Exactly. That's right, <laughs> the same joints. And they get on podcast and start spilling the beans, nigga. Shit, sometimes you ain't got to do that. Sometimes you be.
2: Okay, You I just you ask somebody, yo, and you're defecating on me. And <laughs> <Hey>, that's the <worried. laughs> you're Hey, hey, know? Hey, uh, hey, hey. hey. right so you going to be a sophisticated <laughs> nigga. <now. laughs> you're
1: going to be
0: sophisticated you
1: know,
0: <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I
1: need some well,
2: we'll it. <laughs> so What will make that? you doing? I
1: gotta go. You know what I'm saying? i that.
4: Like.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, no, we don't fuck with this shit. Fuck out of here. ain't no
0: way. You gay,
5: right? <laughs> I no you know that
0: shit all over here, though. You gay, gay, yeah. Like, nigga. Bitch, you don't get the fuck out of here. I'm, I'm,
5: like,
0: I'm leaving. You can stay in this shit. Hey, with that little kid. <laughs> I'm leaving. Like, but fuck it. Bitch. That's all. You
2: know what I'm saying? We ain't talking about fucking them. That's all. Oh, shit, said my like, two girls
1: won't cut.
2: Oh, whatever. <laughs>
1: oh, yeah, I feel it, man. I tripping. That's, that's what that I did, though. Hey, that's what like the feet yeah, and the toenails and the. Like it's it's food definitely food on, on me, though. All
0: the way. So, uh, is it food is food on his face? Is it
1: the face? back? Is neck? Wait, he's definitely going to in there? That's <laughs> crazy. That's he great. Come to think he was on a uh, uh, on a shampoo commercial. Ain't that much cleaner than they say on shampoo commercial. <laughs> he was a, he was on a, uh, who was that, head and shoulders <laughs> commercial. So you gonna put some shit on your
0: head, head and shoulders? Damn, what are you gonna do, Throw that, rub it all on his face? So I'm, I'm gonna play T-T's girl, man. First of all, man, this shit is nasty. That's who is walking around looking for bitches to shit on them <laughs> and the bitches do the shit? It's ridiculous. <laughs> then you got R. Kelly. You worry about R. Kelly pissing on them, bitch. Yeah. These bitches shitting on it. Shitting on them. Having, what you call it? Defecate. Deficate. Hey, we're going to get sophisticated with that. <laughs> hey, baby, turn around and defecate. You know, I'm going to lay back here. You defecate. She might turn around like, what the fuck that mean? <laughs> Take a shit, ho.
1: Take
0: a shit. You know Give that? Me that. Mm. Give me some of them feces. know, <laughs> that word too, feces. That's worse when you say that. That word right there fucks it up. Like, oh, defecate oh. is more sophisticated for white people. But when you say, Feces? No. Get the fuck up, bitch. You ain't put no feces on me. You know? No
1: feces free. Fuck Rose. After that, you gotta throw your sheets in the trash, man.
0: Man, what?
1: <laughs> throw whole bed away,
0: so man. I'm about to play this one real quick. I'm gonna play her, uh,
1: you better throw your room away. This when she talking no about uh,
0: Chief place. Keith. Well, she ain't talking about Chief Keith. She's talking about Odell Beckham. They, they shouldn't be running their mouth, but it is what it is. We're podcasting. I'm glad they did.
5: Bam. <laughs> Okay, I will tell y'all the story. Oh, allegedly. 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 We're, we're allegedly. avoiding oh, No, no, no. You can't say allegedly
0: if you won't tell the story. God,
5: okay. Yes, he loves Helps to be shitted on. Woo! Okay. okay, that was my first time ever. I never you did thought... it. You actually no, did I, I actually couldn't shit. Okay, I couldn't <laughs> shit. What you trying? You know? I didn't think I could shit on demand either. Shit. What the fuck? I could not do it. You shitting on so man? Like, I'm a wild ass. I, yeah. I could do some freak ass mm-hmm. shit. Hold, oh, hold, oh, oh. back this up. Hold. Oh. Like, the lady say like, oh, stop, she could do I some freak ass hoe shit. You know what I'm saying? wanted me to come on the plane. He was like, make sure you don't have any underwear. Don't take a shower for 24 hours. I'm like, damn, what the fuck you on? But he was like, take a picture. This is how I got thrown out. He was like, take a picture of me. You shouldn't. So I was like, all right, fuck, I can do that. So <laughs> yeah, I can yeah, go you video, do that. bitch. What you want? I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I love you. You man. did all that while you shouldn't <laughs> So I sent it to him. I got like the next maybe two hours, I was wow. in huge. Was it like a selfie video? How did you do this? I was just I like, need that. I need, I need, like, shitting. Just like, <gasps> I made it sexy as possible. Of course. What you I'm mean? I okay, feel like thanks. anything you do wait, is sexy. Wait, let me we got now. the I blueprint here. Fuck it. The exclusive on no jumper, baby. No jumper. Oh, y'all okay, look like so rich. Um Did you hear what she just said, though?
0: Can y'all hear that? I heard. I heard that nasty shit. Oh my god! <laughs> and these girls are out here. These are what the girls rappers fucking. These, ready?
1: Yeah, hood raps. These are ones you choose nah, to fuck. That's a roach right there, though.
0: A roach.
5: <laughs> Exclusive: How to bag no oh Del no Beckham. TV,
0: no, not- <laughs> Love you. Wait, wait, let me know. What. She said she took a shit as sexy as she possibly Can really? <laughs> you shitting? How could you how sex is not involved as
1: nice. far
0: as I'm concerned? You taking the shit, don't call me till you're done. Yeah. Why you shitting? That's not sexual at all. You I don't give a fuck what you do on the toilet, shitting. That's not sex. That's the uh, sexy. Nothing about that gonna be sexy to me. In fact, call me when you're done. I don't want to come in the house. I don't want to smell that shit. You know what I'm saying? What's wrong with you? I don't want to smell <laughs> okay, that. Okay, I'm Sorry.
5: And then oh, people- sorry. Sorry, no. I want the nitty gritty. Yeah, give us the
0: nitty gritty. Like, you he know, right said. It, he does. let's go, baby. perspective.
5: Mm-hmm. <laughs> we need okay, the dick size. So I'm trying to nice dick size. Very. I love a circumcised. He's so pretty. Dick. Okay. I feel like so his dick, dick is like. prettier than me. You just gotta be really. Oh,
0: decent rest.
5: <laughs> okay i'll shit on him fine you better take some excellent like, i couldn't ex- ex- do it yeah but you will be shitting you take some extra <laughs> ex- in fact I it. It. you'll be it shitting
4: all like, over the place
5: yeah. he might out. like that she she about shit. Shit. He, he no 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 she took like, what is that for i guess the what is in his mouth oh i think it's like i feel like that's very unhealthy I don't like right on mouthwash. Peroxide peroxide I got to watch porno on this. I want to see. They look like these. These look cute. Okay, look the fucking
0: The raps in DC look better than this. It
5: was like a bag. These
0: who it's the like, rappers fucking this a, joke right
5: here. It And then actually, to show you her. Um. Okay. After that. We fell asleep. Wait, I no, shit. No, no, no. Yeah, I I want, shit want more him, details. Did you like squat on him? Like I was just like, like sitting on him for a second. He was like, okay, baby, sh- like shit on me. And I was like, mm. like on his chest, right? Yeah, I didn't. I couldn't do. I tried. I tried. I can't no knowledge.
0: more. I can't do I
5: can't do that
2: anymore it's a lesson dog i think no man gonna deny
0: that was what lying. was that yeah he was that.
2: He denied that. you think so i think y'all just they just use that man's name out there like that dog.
0: jeez i can't hear gutter rats talk jesus she, she talking talk about tried. taking shit. i tried to take a shit uh, i bent on top of bag him.
2: on his chest
0: i took ass less. she took uh,
2: <laughs> She fucked up. She should
0: have eat some jerk chicken. She should some axle Yeah, yeah. You take some motherfucker <laughs> collard greens and take care of your ass. Fuck around. Collard greens, little jerk chicken. Collard greens, for sure.
1: She should have did what you call it. Uh, yeah, enema. Nah. <laughs> okay. What's that oil solution? What you say, the enema? <laughs> Castor
0: <the> oil. <laughs> yeah, that might have been good for her to take too, though. But on, on, on demand, it's gonna be hard demand, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's crazy. Like, if you're a rapper, why is these the ones? You know what I'm saying? Like, you, 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 you should be above. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they want to do it. It's uncommon, but okay. You gotta be above the joints. That I would I wouldn't even do that joint right there. That joint crazy. it's joint crazy. <laughs> yeah, 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 that joint crazy. And she was funny. Look,
2: <laughs> you look at it like that. Like, no. nah, nah. If I like got bread, she to ain't
0: out. coming in my house. <laughs> I
2: don't know her. She do it for free, dog. You
1: ain't gotta get no bread
2: up.
0: Nah, you're gonna get that bread up. Nah, you
1: bread, bread. <laughs> <laughs> these jokes down these days, they talking about
0: some bread. Yeah, yeah, you're getting that bread up nah. first.
1: Nah, dog. First. Nah
0: dog. Appreciate Bro. everybody tuning in right now on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Appreciate you a whole lot. We got special guest this week. We got uh Retired police officer, Lawrence Hunter. Now before we get into uh before I bring him on, I just want first I want y'all to get y'all opinion of police officers in general. Cause I don't know how y'all feel about you. I know y'all I know y'all know how I feel, you know what I'm saying? But police in general. When when they say defund the police and all that. Is that something y'all with
1: mm, me personally now nah. because at, at the end of the day after after this all said if uh, the police doesn't the police doesn't exist then martial law would be it
0: definitely
1: hmm? the wild wild west <laughs>
0: yeah so okay so it
1: so then after that point they, they start kicking doors free <clears throat> Yeah, want to get to that point. Where? I'm sorry. I'm sorry.
2: All right. <laughs> like I said, um, since a young age, I've been taught by, you know, when grandmother, mother. Police only have a few good uses. You know what I'm saying? Keep your mouth shut. Don't tell what's going going in the house. You know, good shit. But um, my personal opinion, police, some are good, you know. I had a couple of friends in school end up being polices. Talked to them and all that. But then some don't want to be serviced. It's just an easy job to them. And those are the ones that are issues. You're here to protect and serve. That's everybody. You don't get to pick who you can do. And my greatest gripe is they don't hold their cells accountable. Yeah, blue is blue, but at the end of the day, you're human. And ain't no way I could be an African American working in the police department and see some blatant racist shit happen and be cool with it. Now I get it. Yeah, they're going to get backlash and it ain't made for them. There's a system and two. But then why are you a part of this? <clears throat> why be a part of something you know they're doing dumb shit and they're not seeking justice? You know what I'm saying? So I see, I see what you're
0: saying when you say, i see tell you what you're talking about.
2: You can't be a, a, a any minority pop in a system where they treat others wrong, and you stand by and watch it. Yeah, you don't participate, but you just as guilty. You know it's happening, and just how that's like saying boys will be boys. Don't, don't work that way. <laughs> so you just as guilty. Yeah, you ain't doing the dirt, but you witnessing it. You allowing it. You participating
0: in it. You don't you, get no respect from. It. So you right. think a black police officer is? participating in it, if what? They don't stand up for it. When, no matter what
2: cop you are in any part of the United States of America, if one bad cop does something wrong, you're supposed to stand up for it. Like, look, we as police don't stand supporting. They don't do that. They don't do that in the neighborhood that they happen happening. They don't ostracize them then, or we stand behind him. He felt the way he felt. Get the fuck out of here. Wrong is wrong, man. Blatant is blatant. You murdered that man. I mean, you felt scared. Why you a cop? Okay. I agree. Right. You, okay. you beating up people, I watching atrocities bad. happen,
0: watching crooked motherfuckers getting paid, doing hmm. nothing. So, me personally, I never had a conversation with a police officer before. Right. So. I just never did. I never talked to him. If somebody was a police officer and didn't tell me, maybe that happened. You know what I'm saying? But I never had a conversation with a police officer in my life. So this will be the first time, you know? So our first guest on the uh, Third Perspective podcast is retired officer, Captain Lawrence Hunter. He began his uh, law enforcement career in 1995, retired, I think in 2019, if I'm not mistaken. So I, I bring him on in so he got to uh, make sure the facts are right. You know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. But So I, I just want to make sure all the audiences uh, on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube. Welcome Lawrence Hunter in to the Third Perspective Podcast.
3: What it do? What it do? How you doing, man? Thank you for having me. Appreciate it.
0: I appreciate you stopping past. It's a, a, an important topic that the black culture has been discussing for years, but right now it's at the peak, where we have a, a divide, really. I think it's a divide in in our culture and in age. The older we are and the younger we are, it's a different attitude and a different perspective on cops. So, now... I naturally never talked to cops other than we was in a situation where, you know, those type of situations where we beat up, you know? But other than that, I never had a conversation with a cop before.
3: Right.
0: I don't like police, you know what I'm saying? I, I, I'm a dope dealer. I'm a former dope dealer, you know what I'm saying? And now I'm just a, a business owner, you know? But I respect people that give respect to me, you know what I'm saying? So whether it's a cop or not, I just, in general, respect people that respect me now. Your cop and don't show any respect, which is 90% of the cops that pull black people, there's no respect at all. And you're expected, they're expecting you to treat them as if they're your father or your grandfather or your mother. Like, you can't say nothing to them type stuff, like. And that's the only part of the game I don't like where police officers think you're not supposed to talk to them at all. So as an officer, when, when you on your, I know you retired now. I understand that part. But when you was uh in the beat, was you on the, um in the streets or?
3: Yeah, my, I did my. mind.
0: let you uh introduce yourself and explain your career.
3: Yeah, absolutely. Well, first of all, thanks once again for uh, for having me. As you mentioned, I am Lawrence Hunter. I'm a retired police captain uh, from Connecticut. Uh, i did 24 years in the department uh like i said retired to the rank of captain the majority of the time i was spent uh, in patrol that means that i was uh, on the beat you know either walking the beat or driving around in the cars answering calls for service things like that uh so uh, i got promoted to sergeant lieutenant uh, and then captain and for a while as captain i was over our internal affairs uh division um and so after after that uh, stint, I went back to the midnight shift uh, commander and uh, that is where I retired uh, in February 2019. So you were correct on the date.
0: Yes. Oh, OK. Mm-hmm. So when you retired, was that that was you wanted to retire or it was just time for you to go? Or what was that? Well,
3: um, I did not want to retire. Uh, in all actuality, I uh, actually had some medical issues. I end up having a triple bypass. Uh, you know, I had three clogged uh, arteries in my uh, heart. Uh, so uh, so they, you know, they did that. Yeah. Well. Well. Thanks. <laughs> so I did the you know I did the surgery um, and it was so much going on with uh, with that particular part of my life that uh, you know and there were some changes that were coming in the department and uh, it was obvious that uh, to me that I wasn't going to go any further or any higher and I I don't say that you know begrudgingly it's probably one mm-hmm. of the best things that happened um, so I said you know what I'm still young um, and uh, I decided to to call it quits so
0: so me as you know like i told you what me personally i would never think about being a police officer but i want you to take the opportunity to give your pitch for why to be a police officer why why, what made you be a police officer
3: yeah so i kind of uh i'll answer that first in, in two parts there first uh i I mean, I kind of grew up watching cop shows and, and, and everything like that. So, I mean, I grew up in the 80s uh, and you were right. I became a police officer in 1995. So growing up in the 80s, I watched shows like Law and Order. Cops was, was a really big show. So I watched shows like that. Um, and I did not have any negative interactions with the police. So I'm like, you know what? They, they made an announcement at my church. I was, I was uh, fairly young, 21 or 20 or 21 or something like that. They made an announcement. So I said, you know what? I'll, I'll give it a shot. I ended up taking the test, passing, and became a police officer. Um, so that was that was how I became a police officer. Uh, let me let me really get dive into why people should become police officers. I understand that we are in a very difficult uh, time right now. Uh, you know relations are probably at an all-time low since the 1960s, maybe even lower than that in honesty. Uh, I think there's a lot that's brewing. Um, but I think that people, particularly African-Americans should really understand what what they're saying when they say people should not become police officers or black people should not become police officers. That means someone's going to do the job. Who's going to do it? Who's going to step in there and fill that void, that gap. If it's not going to be persons like myself who, and I heard you all uh, talking a little bit before about, um, you know and the the lack of respect that you all have for police and police who don't do the right thing and don't stand up and everything like that well i can assure you that none of that kind of foolishness was going on when i was an officer um you know that just wasn't that wasn't the case as i moved up the ranks become a sergeant lieutenant captain I, can, I have a bigger and larger platform, and larger stay, and, and what does what, who does what, where they go, where they're assigned, and how they talk to people, and, and, and I investigate their calls, sign off on their reports. So I would make my pitch and say, you need more officers like myself uh, who are dedicated to justice, seeing our community do well, dedicated to uplift. Uh, not only was I a police officer, but I coached in our police activity league, so I was active in the community. Uh, And so I think that you need people. I'll say it and I'll stress it again. You need people who are going to have that mindset and say, you know what? We cannot allow these other people who don't understand us to police our communities. We need people who look like us, who understand us and who are sensitive to our needs to police our communities. And again, if we don't do it, then we are setting ourselves up for failure and setting ourselves up for worse, uh, 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 worse problems. And I'll finish off with this. Not only must we take the test become police officers, but I believe one of the gentlemen said that uh, we're not doing anything. People just want it for an easy ride, for easy paycheck. I agree with that. You see all kinds of different people. You have to move up the ranks. Like I said, I became a sergeant, a lieutenant, a captain, become a deputy chief, become the chief of police. The, the doors are open. We see all these different chiefs in all these different towns and all these different places all across America. They're sitting on the, on the the on the boards you have to move up the ranks and you have to be a change maker and that you as a podcast host that's what you're trying to do you're trying to be change makers try to be influencers i'm doing the same thing with my podcast i'm trying to be a change maker be an influencer get people to to step up and step out
0: that sounds good jay
2: step um you briefly mentioned that you're a part of ia Mm -hmm. um Normally that's, IA is the one that goes out there, the in-house, like you get on other cops, right? Like your investigating group.
3: That's correct. Yes. Yes. So I, so, I can't
2: think that you will be much likely once you're seeking other officers and doing wrong.
3: Well, you, you know, uh, th- this, that's a really good question. Really good point. So in, internal affairs is the division, uh, that, uh, Investigates all the police officers, and you really have to have a good department. And I brag about my department. Matter of fact, I had a former chief call me up and said, "Listen, stop bragging about about us. We had our problems." And I said to him, "Listen, uh, it's the fact that we had problems, and we dealt with the problems. We didn't sweep things under the rug. Um, we, we we confronted those issues. We put things in the paper. We called the paper up before they, uh, you know, found out about things." I, I attribute that. I attribute that to uh, our mayor, current mayor today. Uh, uh, who was the former chief of police, his name is Neil O'Leary, uh, who was very much, uh, very uh, uh, proactive as far as getting bad officers off the street and embarrassing the Waterbury Police Department. Uh, and then he set a tone, he set a culture, which was followed up in the chief who called me and was followed up in the current chief that, that is there right now. So um, once I sat in IA, it was understood that, listen, we're going to do, to do what we have to do. And we fired officers, we suspended officers uh, and, and, and during my short time in IA. And even before I got to IA, we suspended officers, we fired officers. I personally wrote people up and I personally submitted uh, uh, reports that that cause officers to lose their jobs. I've done an, a, a number of times. Um, so my chair keeps falling down here. So I, I understand what you're saying. And I understand that that you know, police officers really have a bad reputation for internal affairs uh, departments who don't do their job, who are good old boys. Um, but I have to really brag once again on my department because we we said we're not going to have that. We're not going to be embarrassed, have our names in the paper for foolishness. Now, we had our names in the paper, but it's because we got out in front of things and because we we did not uh, allow things to fester, sweep things under the rug, allow corruption to run rampant and everything
0: like that. So That sounds good. Well, uh <clears throat> Connecticut is not not a heavy uh, black population
3: there, right? (laughs) Well, I think Connecticut gets a bad reputation uh, a lot of times. Waterbury, (laughs) (laughs) Waterbury, Connecticut is a, I mean, as far as minority population, I had a friend who went away to the military uh, and uh, when he went to the military, uh, they said to him, uh, uh, ain't no black people in Connecticut. He's like, hey, what are you talking about? I'm from Connecticut. He's like, well, yeah, you left. So, <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so, um, so, yeah. So uh, New Haven, Connecticut, Waterbury, Connecticut, Danbury, Connecticut, Hartford, Connecticut, Bridgeport, Arthur. Connecticut. Uh, these
0: have the large population of black people. Huh? What's that? Hartford. Uh, I think
3: I want to say Bridgeport, but I'm not sure percentage-wise. But uh, Bridgeport is actually the largest city. People think it's Hartford, but it's actually, as far as population, it's actually Bridgeport, and then Hartford, then once again Hart, uh, Waterbury, Stamford. These are all really large uh, cities, and you know, large for Connecticut. You know, to, you know, 100, 000, 115 I think Bridgeport has hundred fifty or hundred sixty thousand people. Um, so as you know, uh, and, and then of course there's a large African American as well as Hispanic population there. Uh, so we're also, you know, an hour and a half from New York City. I get a lot of the problems that come down from New York City uh, and uh, wa- Waterbury, I'm talking about, and also two hours from Boston. So we're right in the middle between Boston and uh, New York. So we, we we see all the different problems and we have a large uh, uh, population. So when people think about Connecticut, these ritzy towns like Rotten or uh, Mystic or uh, Greenwich, um, uh, yeah, those places are, are largely white. But believe me, there's a lot of black people living in Connecticut.
0: <laughs> hey, so y'all, y'all ain't have any like police
3: shootings? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we just had one. I think last summer uh, we had a, there was a one in Weathersfield. There was one back to back one in Weathersfield. There was another one that was uh, uh, in um, uh, I think there was a, a police, a state police chase ended up in a shootout. Uh, I forget the town that was. I think that was they ended up in Wallingford, Connecticut. Um, there was another one when, Haven. Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was one, uh, um, it was a police officer, uh, from Hamden, Connecticut, who went into New Haven, Connecticut, bordering, bordering cities, and then ended up getting in the shootout there. He, he shouldn't have been there. And I, matter of fact, that was, I believe it was the two officers that were involved with that were black officers, black Hamden officer and a black New Haven police officer. that ended up being really, really big news. It was on CNN and all that kind of Mm -hmm. stuff. Um. So. So. Yeah. We have our problems. with are shootings, um, and we have every single problem that that every. I mean, it's listen. It's the police, and we're all people.
0: Uh, so you know, let me ask you community. this. Yeah. Let mm-hmm. me ask you this. When, okay. So, when is it the right time for a police officer to pull a gun out?
3: So uh, that unfortunately, that is a, that is a problem that is one of perception. Uh, I there's many situations where people pull their guns out that I don't that I would not have pulled my gun out. I've talked about this in my podcast. I've talked about it in different blogs that I've written, um, and so you know I think that there is a s- scariness, <laughs> scariness that's going on, a scaredness uh, that's going on uh, with officers, um, and I and I attribute that to lack of training or lack of uh, effective training that is not taking hold where officers are going to the gun before they try their taser before they try to baton before they try to talk and de-escalate they're automatically going to the guns there's a, probably a lot of reasons behind that but uh but that that becomes part of the problem
0: now do you think this varies from state to state because here in dc the guns come out immediately
3: it's yeah uh so so um i do think it varies state to state i think that um there's an overarching there's overarching court rulings about when police officers can use force and use deadly force and so that becomes so wide w- wide and then not only is is there overarching court cases but then you get to these different states who have different prosecutors different jurisdictions yeah. and the way that they interpret these laws and different uh, uh, court rulings and so that becomes a problem so I and and I think that that's a huge problem because in here in Connecticut the way that I think I would probably would not pull my gun in a situation but now I go to Tennessee I'm just th- kind of throwing that out there any state you know okay. Arkansas yeah. Tennessee Montana doesn't really matter and they have a different set of rules regulations how they interpret things and I, I could have a gun drawn on me and, and I think that that's scary people don't know I'm a cop right Right? I've got this Detroit hat on. I got a I got a beard now. You know, people may not know that, that I'm a that I'm a retired police officer. So so I, I under, and I understand uh, the, the fear that that people have. And I wish that we could and should as a society demand that our law legislature uh, members would uh, hone in and really kind of isolate when officers can and cannot pull their weapon. Unfortunately, uh, uh, the events in the field and the street happen so fast and so rapid. Uh, that uh you know people the officers pull their guns because they don't want to be scared because they don't want to be hurt injured fired at uh or, or mistaken right and there's a yeah. mindset that th- this guy's got something in his hand he's not listening to to my demands he's running around the car to, and going to get in the car uh, as we saw with the jacobs case um, and so the officers think i gotta I gotta do something what what do i what do i do right well we have to think, de-escalation. Maybe we should tackle this guy before. We, I know he, I, I can see his hands. Maybe I should tackle him now before he actually gets into the car instead of just doing it. And I understand there was a fight before and they couldn't control him and all this kind of stuff. So uh, it, it becomes very difficult to answer that type of question as when the officers can. Um, and and I, I am also frustrated by that as well.
2: Um, rip, yeah, I had uh, China chime in real quick. I mean, I, I, I'm hearing you and, I, and I'm following you, but when you said more black people need to want to join, I think that's a part of the solution, but the other is for them not to be trained fear us. So I'll ask you this. How do you approach a Caucasian person as to where an African American or Hispanic person? Because it feels like to me, they already on guard and they see us compared to a Caucasian person who could do the same thing, run to the car, but won't get shot. They will think to solve it differently than they would African-American, and that's the common trend. And that needs to be addressed more, not just who joins. They need to be trained better to know that this black man is not going to only hurt you. He's going to hurt you just as much as this Caucasian man is. And all I see is we're the the greatest threat ever, but this Caucasian person who's going to do the same thing, because a criminal is a criminal, color shouldn't matter, but it don't work that way. And that's my greatest disagreement with police officers. They don't see the crime or the criminal. They just see the color. So I'm already on guard. I'm already got my hand on my pistol as soon as I walk up to the car. So if I say, hi, officer, what you pull me over for? He already, why? no, give me this, give me this. He's already blocking the man. As to a Caucasian who could be a governor, aide, or something like that to get his job snatched, he will not do that. And that needs to be addressed United States-wide because it ain't just that city, that state. It's all of them do that the same way you fear a Caucasian more because he could be the one that you know or he could get you a job pool. And so African-American, you devalue our life. And that's my whole point I'm trying to make. But I just want to hear your solution to that, if you understand how I, how I place the question for you.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I I, I understand. So there, there's a lot, there's a different tiers to that particular point. Um, so I think that the first thing is, is I agree with you that there is a fear. Uh, I know people take hits for this and I'll probably take hits for this, but I think that there is an inherent fear of black males. Um, And so I think that that's just the way that it is. And I don't think that that's isolated to uh, African-American officers or, or to white officers. I think that African-Americans <laughs> also suffer that. I was an implicit bias instructor. So implicit bias means that we talk about exactly what you're saying. Why do we approach certain people in different ways? Why do we uh, talk to them certain ways? Um, what, what is our thought process when we see a black face or, and or white face and or someone who's maybe uh, uh, of the member of the LGBT community, right? So implicit bias doesn't just deal with race. It deals with a number of things. People have a have an affinity for people who are taller, Right, so they or more beautiful, right? So they will get better service in restaurants and and and, and they get uh, uh better service in, in hospitals. So this is not just something that was relegated to a police officer. So I so I think that we need to understand that. And so I think that one of the biggest things that officers need to become familiar with their communities. Too many times, again, we got people who live in a, in a suburb part of town or a suburb part of the state and then become police officers and police uh, in inner city, have no interaction with people, uh, don't know what they are, who they are, how they interact, how they speak in, 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 in their culture. Uh, so I think that having more officers Uh, can help having better trained officers, having more black officers, Hispanic officers who can help understand the culture. Now, I want to be very clear about this, that black officers can be guilty of brutality, Uh, and uh, going above and beyond as well. So just because you're black and become a police officer doesn't mean that this stuff stops. As I mentioned before, I'm gonna be very very clear about this, is that we need officers who think like me. You can be a white officer, think like me, and just think about the community. And as long as you approach people with dignity and respect, as you mentioned, and don't have this inherent fear of people uh, and don't have uh, your always approaching people with your hand under your gun, then we can really make some strides. So I think it's gonna take understanding implicit bias, understanding and confronting racism nationally uh, and better training, more training. Uh, And I think that those are some of the things that we can do. But I think that familiarization with each other, getting to know people, I think officers need to spend time in the community Walking out, as I mentioned, I coached, right? So if an officer who's even from a white community goes out and coaches, then he knows the kids in those communities. He knows, or if he walks around his park on his beat, instead of running people's names all the time, if you just walk through the park, shoot hoops with the kid, play chess with the kids, uh, you know, just talk to the kids, then you know that this is Johnny, and Johnny may have some issues or whatever. But I understand where he's coming from, and so that makes a big difference. Getting to know your community. So those are some of the biggest things that we can do to stem this tide.
0: Now when I was coming up, it, it was, it was different then. Cause police officers were more into the community than when I was coming up, like in the eighties, mm. they were more walking around.
3: Right. Right. I, I, I agree with you. I, um, so, so that was a program that we tried to implement. Unfortunately we were too busy to do that. Right. We In our program that we were going to implement was getting the officers out of a car, at least for half an hour a day, oh. uh, go out into the community and just talk, just talk to people. Unfortunately, we got too busy and we weren't able to do that. I went on vacation uh, one time. I tell the story a lot. I went on vacation one time uh, and um, I ran into a minister from uh, Philadelphia, uh, Pennsylvania. And so he was talking to me exactly and he said to me exactly what you said. You know, he missed the days and times when officers were walking around in the beat because they knew the people. And so I said, listen, I, I understand. Um, and this is this is a problem. I think that uh, along those lines, in order to get to get a people uh, officers back out to the street what we should do is what is is being proposed and that is some form of defunding now let me explain that before people think I just want to defund the police I don't want to defund the police <laughs> I want I, I want to but 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 I think that there's some merit to what people are saying the police officers are overtaxed police officers are responding to 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 things that they don't have to respond to police, um, mental health crises, uh, 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 homeless persons, uh, things like that. If we scale back in the things that police officers are responding to and send social workers, then we can have the police officers get back out into the community and interact with people and focus on law enforcement. Uh, a, A domestic violence call uh, in Connecticut, I don't know if this goes on in other states, but our domestic violence procedures became so long and so convoluted. Uh, so somebody gets a domestic violence complaint, and let's just say that the man was beating up the woman, and then the man took off. Well, now the the procedures that we had to follow was, okay, we, we had to uh, have the woman fill out paperwork, ask them these specific questions. It was called a lethality assessment. How How... How dangerous is this situation that you're in? Do we need to get you shelter? Do we need to get you placed somewhere else? So that that that's taking time away uh, from actually looking for the guy. We got to ask this guy, ask this lady, this question. And then the next thing was we had to have uh, we had to make a phone call to a particular hotline. Uh, had the woman get on the phone, talk to these people, and that's more time that the officer is dealing. Now I'm not saying none of this is important. I'm not trying to diminish. Uh, the uh, the role of law enforcement in dealing with with um, domestic violence domestic violence is obviously very important but i but i've just illustrated the time that the officer is not is not looking for this particular person who just beat this woman up and he's not uh uh getting back out and patrolling and, and doing his, his business mm-hmm. so I, I think that maybe if if the officer responds starts starts this and he does his criminal investigation have a have a counselor come in and take care of the rest of that now that was going to call for 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 counselors to be working twenty four hours a day because you know you can't wait till two a.m. You know you got to have a counselor on, on staff. So these are things that people need to walk, work out, and when, this is what they're saying when they say defund the police. Take that, take that away from the police, and then pay counselors to do those types of things that I just laid out. So I think that that th- th- those types of things would get officers back out into the street.
0: So that's that's a different way to use the word defund.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I I just want people to understand that that people aren't just saying, you know, uh, uh, just you know, the Stop New York paying. City has has a billion dollar, uh, you know, a billion whatever six billion dollars cut in half. Well, that's 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 nonsensical. Yeah. So let's let's focus on other things. Let's put it towards other things. That's what they mean, and that's what I interpret when I hear defund the police. Jay. Um. Yeah.
1: My thing is okay. What about if you know go to the community, something go down. Um depending what happens, you use a a specific type of force towards a problem, right? Like if it's like a a taser problem, taser person, if it's a shooting problem, shooting in the limbs, uh not in the head or nothing like that or put a bag over your head, depending what problem it is, how would you think if they take the force into another matter, right, and then they get punished for it, do you believe that mandatory police sentencing would be the answer to what's going on with the police now, like, as far as using bad or excessive force?
3: I definitely believe that the lack of action by prosecutors, uh, and I wouldn't even say juries, courts, right? Juries are acquitting many of these officers. Um, so it's been the lack of action that has uh, uh, has caused many of these particular problems. If back in 2014, uh, the situation, uh, Eric Garner, uh, when he said he can't breathe, if the officer's would have been held accountable uh, and really faced some, some, some punishment legally. Um, the officers, every officer, would have had a different mindset when somebody tells you that they can't breathe. And so we would not have had George Floyd if, uh, it, it's, my, it's my opinion, we would not have had George Floyd if Daniel Pantaleo uh, in the Eric Garner situation. And so many of these other prosecutors, many of these other uh, jurisdictions, juries, uh, and that's another thing that I think that Black people got to do is sit on juries. Stop trying to get out of jury duty. Sit on juries so you can be you, you can have a voice in what's going on. Um, so you have to be a part of the of, of this particular process. So to answer your question, I think that people have we have to hold our law enforcement officers uh, guilty when they do something wrong. When they do something wrong, and I'm not always convinced that they're doing something that officers do something wrong. But when they do, we gotta hold them we gotta hold them and not you know two or three years in prison. You gotta send them to jail for quite some time. Quite some time. So,
1: yeah, you gotta send a message.
3: You gotta send a message, absolutely, absolutely.
1: So like we just recently have an incident in DC, Southeast. Uh I'm not sure if you're familiar with the incident. I'm not sure. But um his name is Dion K. Um apparently I mean in the video they said he had a gun, but it didn't look like he did in the in the police in the police camp. But it seemed like he just the officer just got out of the car, ran to the spot with gun already in the hand, and shot the guy in the chest. Um but then when they retrieved the gun, it was like probably about fifty yards. Always, the there wasn't no the way there. But they also didn't show it on his body cam either. So, um, but I'm, I'm guessing it's there. But um, how would you feel if you know if if that officer, you know, had did the right thing, either tased him, or what would you think? What was what, what was his best? ideal plan for that particular situation.
0: So if you don't know, um, it had an incident in here in DC a couple days ago where the police officer shot a uh, little boy, <clears throat> I'm gonna show it to you.
3: Okay, yes, please. Cause I'm not familiar with this.
0: I know they're gonna mess around, and block my time But yeah, I'm gonna show you this real quick. Um,
3: so this goes to really what
0: we saying is like, when is it time to pull your gun out? When is it time for you to shoot? That's what makes us, we don't understand that part. Like, the guns come out faster than anything. Okay, shot, shots fired. Shots
1: fire. Where is it? Where is it?
0: I don't know. I'm looking for the gun. He's up there. I did. Where?
4: Yeah, where's the... Hey! Hey! Where, where down this way?
2: He threw it. Yeah,
0: there's no way he could throw it all the way down there. I'm yeah, I'm good. I'm That's good. Is anybody else standing? Uh one. This way. It's like all the way down around I still ain't finding it. You know what I'm but I I gotta find it. You better. Why you should have I ain't really looking at it all the way through. It's my first time i it all the way through. Where is it? Wait, is it? Wait, wait. Oh, deadly force, though.
4: Hey, hey, I got it.
0: What? He's yeah, it's all the way
1: down around the corner.
3: Okay so uh so yes yeah, so that's the first time I've seen it I I mean w- what happens in juries and in courts is they're going to break this down frame by frame and everything like that so uh, I don't know and maybe you all know the the dispatch calls so things that are are happening before the radio what was the radio call I'm assuming that they were dispatched and what happens when when the radio call comes in is um you you get prepared uh to to to, to meet whatever challenges are are ahead of you, so if you get a call about somebody waving a gun or shooting in a in a in an area like that, then you're gonna go in prepared. Uh, and so I don't have a problem with that. Uh, and you know you want to get to the scene. Uh, so I see him running now, it's difficult uh, from this perspective to see where uh, how far the officer was from the guy. Could he have ducked behind cover and said, "Hey, listen, show me your hand, stop moving as he as he attempted to say, uh, that would have to be broken down." Um, so to answer your question, when is it all okay to pull your gun? Well, I'm going to pull if I get a call that there's shots fired, once again, I don't know what was going on in that particular dispatch call, but if I get a call that the shots fired and the guy's wearing a white t-shirt and blue jeans, I think that's what the guy's wearing. Um, I'm going to have my gun out. Okay. You know, but I, I may not press the issue again, this comes down to, and I hate to give, you know, willy nilly answers, but I may react in a different way than someone else. I may not press the issue. Okay, somebody's running around here. Let's let's find this person. Right, it's daylight. Let's use let's use tactics to our advantage. Let's try to let's try to surround this guy, set up a perimeter, and just try to flush them out. Depending depending on the call in the situation, right? So that would be a different procedure than an active shooter. Someone who's in a school shooting up a school, you want to get in there and get to them. Yeah. So in this particular situation, I don't hear any shots when I get out of the car. I'm, I'm listening for shots. Okay, you know. But again, I you know I don't we got to wait and see all that's going to, all that's going to happen. Um, so I hate to give will and nilly answers. I know that a lot of time people kind of officers in these positions try to straddle the fence, but I don't know what happened before the call. It's difficult to see what's going on in that particular camera angle. Uh, I would assume that they would get other, other person's body camera footage, maybe even video cameras from, from the, uh, uh, from the complex there. So all that has to be taken into consideration. It was, it was immediate run towards him. Right, and then I have a problem with that. Like- I, I I have a problem. I'm going to be honest with you. I have a problem with that. I don't I don't think it's always necessary to press the issue. Once again, depending on the call that's coming in, we have got a party running with a gun through through a apartment complex. Okay, well let's let's get out. Let's let's try to maneuver. Where was the last place to be seen? Let's mm-hmm. not push the issue, right? Because I could come around a corner and I could get shot because I I, I don't see him. So I'm mm-hmm. not I'm going to push the the issue because of my own safety and because of his safety, right? Uh, you know. So you have so. Different officers would approach this differently. Again, this comes down to tactics. This comes down to training. I was not a a uh, uh, firearms instructor, but I was a, de- a use of force instructor, a defensive tactics instructor. So I would have told people, let's let's slow it down. Let's let's work methodically. Let's get this guy. But I don't also want to say that this officer was immediately wrong. So I, I, I know it's a <laughs> it's kind now, of a, a hedging your bet kind of answer, but that's the best I can do.
0: I mean, my, my thesis is they get out of the car with a whole lot of adrenaline flowing. Already.
3: Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think that that's right. And I think that that's good. It is a situation. It's a fight or flight situation. You are there. We have been called to protect. You don't expect people to get out the car, start yawning and stretching and stuff. Listen, (laughs) we want them to get there. We pay these people to go there, get this job done, to go into situations. Police officers are running into a situation that everybody else is running away from. So keep that in mind. So your adrenaline is flowing, and it's good that it flows, and it's going to help you to to focus on what's going on. So I don't have a problem with that. I do understand that sitting here in a, in a nice studio in your homes or wherever, that it may present a problem as we look back on it and say, why didn't they do this? Why didn't they do that? Hindsight is always 20-20, right? Monday morning quarterbacks always always make the best decisions. But to get out of the car, listen, I was I sat in the I sat in the job for twenty four years. My heart thumped. When I heard these calls, when, when we had baby dead babies, when we had car accidents, when we had shootings, uh, I you know you know I had a, I was right before I retired I had a shootout that was going on right in front of me. I was a blacked out car, nobody knew I was the police captain, and people they're shooting right over me. I'm like, what the hell, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So 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 these things happen, in my adrenaline flows. And so when these these calls come in on the radio, when these calls come in on the radio, your adrenaline starts flowing because your body is preparing you for what we, we call fight or flight. And so we're paying them to go into it. We're not paying cops to run away or take or, or take their time and get in there. We want them to get there and deal with the situation. Well, um,
2: um, back to what you said a little bit earlier and to us getting more involved into the system. And I've learned this lately. The more you read into it and start to really discover how it works, the angrier is going to make a person of color feel. <laughs> and minority field because you realize how much power the cops really have. Like right? Rabbit was educating me y'all union, and they was y'all to get away uh, not get away with, but, um, use it to y'all advantage so well, that even if you're caught wrong, there's something in there that can magically get you out of it to where they can't convict you. Even if they know you blatantly wrong, and that's frustrating for me, because I'd rather say, he's been educating me on the union a lot lately, and I know Y'all Union was this powerful, and some of that has to be scaled back. Some of this you guys can manipulate shouldn't be that way. You serve, and I know it sucks sometimes to serve, and you don't get the appreciation you does, but it is a choice. And I feel the people who are choosing to do this, they want to pause for it. They want to be appreciated more, and we get that. Sometimes we don't, but you got to understand, we're ordinary people, and we do ordinary jobs as well. And we don't get appreciated for our job we just we go to work. We lunch pail people. That's what police are. And But I think they don't want to serve as much. But I didn't know your union was that powerful to where it can really get you out of a lot of crap. And, and again, more I learned about the system, and I've been learning a lot about it lately because we do a, lot of, a very range of topics on our podcast. So, as Rabbit said, I'm trying to get more educated with it. I'm angry. I read the wit. <laughs> Another person, and uh, another race to get away with, and we can't, it's frustrating. And you saying, and I'm telling you, if people really look into it, go through your history, look into it, and all the stuff that's been getting washed under the rug and pushed to the side and not convicted on, you're going to be outrageous. And that's where the anger is coming from. I don't want you to think I'm angry at all police, because you have really enlightened me with this topic today. But the system itself is my problem, and that really needs to be addressed, because it wasn't made for us, and it is showing. It's doing what it's supposed to do. It's just not meant to protect us.
3: Well, I think that, that uh, your point is is well taken about the unions. Uh, people have been addressing that for quite some time, that power uh, needs to be taken away from the unions. Uh, contracts need to be opened up uh, and, 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 and all that. Uh, we used to joke about that all the time when as an officer, right? We, we would say that uh, you know, our union is protecting people who are complete idiots who are who are embarrassing <laughs> our department. I mean, we we we, we uh, good officers understand that. Um, you know, we there's officers as you mentioned there are slugs uh, who who don't do anything and the and they get written up. When I was you know I was a sergeant lieutenant, I write them up for for whatever, and the union's backing them, right? So so this uh, you know this is crazy, right? And this just taints all officers, right? So we, we try to do something about that. So unions are a problem. Uh, and, and I don't want the unions to go away. I don't. Uh, I, but yeah. I think that, the, that their power needs to be taken away. Uh, they need to, to fight for the things that are, that are truly worth fighting for, what that means, what that what that can be. I don't know. I think the unions uh, are good. I, I wish that unions were stronger in other industries. Right. Uh, I, when I was a yeah. young kid, I worked I worked at the stop and shop and I can remember, you know, we almost did a strike. Uh, because, because, because our union wasn't, and I'm, I'm like, listen, I want to get paid. I'm, I'm a little, I was like a 16 year old kid. I'm like, look, I want to get paid. I, I want to go to work and buy some clothes for school. What are you talking about? You know? <laughs> so, so yeah. So, I, so I, I think the other unions need to be, need to be strong. I believe in, I believe in in the, st- the strength of numbers and strength of union over, over, uh, you know, corporate interests and all that. But, uh, but in police world, it, it, it is a very strong union. Um, and so uh, mm-hmm. I, I hear you on that. I really do.
0: How you feel
3: about the the George Floyd bill? The George
0: Floyd what? The George Floyd bill.
3: Bill, uh, okay. So enlighten me about that. Which, which those, I mean,
0: some of the bills, the police,
3: police brutality bill. They haven't yeah. been passed. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I, I I think that. Um, I like some of the measures that they're that they're talking about, right? They want to defund the police or strip down the police in Minneapolis and banning chokeholds and 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 a lot of things.
1: Immunity, Um,
0: police officers have.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Well, uh, here's the thing about about qualified immunity. It's really available to all public, uh, you know, employees, right? So if you're a teacher and you do something, not just I mean, not just you know, if you strike a student, but if you do something, you you can be you you can get have some kind of qualified immunity. So so I, I i think that that we can do we can get to where we want to get to we can have fairness impartiality we can get police officers to be good without stripping away everything uh that the police officers can do now they tried to do something in congress you know the representative or state yeah the state senate or the the senator u.s senator tim scott from south carolina tried to write a bill it didn't go through there is such a resistance to uh to from people who want the system to continue on, who say things like the, "stop resisting the police, stop running away from the police, and you won't get shot," stop fighting with police. Uh-huh. That 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 segment oh, is so strong. Is, yeah. Right, 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 right. That's that segment in proud. there is so strong. But the other thing is too is you got to understand that a lot of white people are being killed as well. I mean, what, more white people get killed. Uh, I mean, yeah, yeah, that's the thing
0: that people don't understand.
3: Yeah. So, yeah. so we got to address this. To help them as well, right? So if police are overstepping their bounds, they're overstepping their bounds. Whether it's white, black, Hispanic, Asian, uh, you know, they're overstepping their bounds. If there's police corruption in an organization, uh, it's police corruption. It's going to hurt every single person. So that has to be looked at uh, from the from the public as well.
0: So, yeah. what? Up? Anything y'all want to say? Uh-huh. No.
1: Um. So back when you just now said about organization within. And the organization, basically, um, do you feel as though it's like a lot of them, like, quote, unquote, underground KKK members
3: or? Yeah, that's a good question. I actually have someone uh, coming up on my podcast. He's going to talk about that. Uh, I'm really looking forward to that episode. Um, so we don't know how many there are. We do know that that is a problem. Uh, it was told to us by the FBI 2006. 2015, I want to say the or 2011, either 2011 or 2015. There was another memo by the Home uh, Department of Homeland Security. They talked about the same thing, uh, uh, you know, white supremacists infiltrating law enforcement uh, in the military, right? So that that's another that's listen. That's another reason when I hear people say that black people shouldn't join the military or that black people shouldn't join uh, the police, white. Then you're you're leaving the door open for white supremacists to do this. And and they they're doing it because they want access to information, access to weapons, access to training. Uh-huh. Training. So listen, listen. I, I'm going to step out on the limb here. <laughs> we can't allow white supremacists to have all this training. You you, you, you can't. Um, so listen, I want to get along as as a race, as a country. I really do. I, I I have nothing against white people. I have nothing against Hispanic people. I love black people. But we got to protect ourselves and we cannot a- allow other people to stack up on all this training and we have nothing to get all this information and we have nothing so we got to be able to protect ourselves so how many kkk members are in infiltrating police we have no idea uh we know that's a problem and i think that police departments should do a better job as to rooting those people out go through their social media uh and check their tattoos <laughs> uh, and, and do what they have to do to to root these people out Uh, because because it's the problem and i would say any any supremacist i'm not just going to say kkk members i don't want i'm going to be honest i don't want a black supremacist uh going in there hating white people to become a cop either i don't want that either right because that you're there to serve and protect and do your job fairly and efficiently so we can't replace uh one problem with another problem so let's let's all get along let's all love each other let's really try to be a, a a country that that's united now, I, I know it's a long. Make, I know it's a long way off, but <laughs> you make a good point with the uh, the training and all the technical things they they learned. it. And I they're t- they're they're saying they're saying on their website. They say it on their website, this is why we want to join. And and, and black people are going to sit back and say, I'm not going to. I'm going to allow these people to have it. I'm not going to do it. Nah, 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 nah. Listen, you. I want to be very clear what I'm saying. I don't want anybody to take this off and say, you know, join to be police just because you want to, uh, you know, uh, uh, start a race war or whatever. I'm saying to join for the right reason to have, to have uh, 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 fairness about you impartiality and do it to protect your community because you love, because you love your neighbor and do it for the right reason. Um, and I don't want white supremacists to be in the law enforcement who are going to, Uh, To do whatever they're going to do. And by the way, they're not just infiltrating the police and military, but they're trying to get into politics. They're becoming teachers. They're becoming lawyers, defending, defending white supremacists. So we got to move up in every single aspect of life. Come, become a lawyer, become a doctor, become uh, uh, a, you know, podcast host, move up in.
0: And and, in all hospitals, too.
3: Yeah. Doctors. Yeah. Nurses. You know, all these all these types of things. Move up in society. Don't be afraid to move up in society. You, my friend, are are uh, talked about your your past uh, and now your podcast host talking about certain things. And now having a conversation for the first time, police officer, that is growth That's maturity. And that is what we need people to say. There's there's something different out there that we should have and that we could have. And so we need to to embrace that.
0: Well, I would say I appreciate. Go yeah, uh, good.
2: Um, so I got one more, one last. One. I I hear where you're coming from, but I feel as though some of this, the federal government can shut down. If they can destroy a Black Panthers party, they can destroy the KKK. And my fault, what I feel is though they not they don't want to. They don't see white supremacy as a problem, and that's my issue. You know what I'm saying? And,
3: I I one hundred percent agree with you. They should have done these things. Like I said, the FBI told us this in two thousand six. They told us again. DHS told us this uh, in twenty eleven or twenty fifteen, whenever that memo came out. And this has been going. Last year, I believe it was, they had two hearings on white supremacists, the rise of white supremacy. the greatest terrorist, the greatest terrorist threat that this country faces is not from Middle Eastern uh, uh, persons, it's from white homegrown domestic terrorists who shot up the, the, the uh, Pittsburgh uh, synagogue, uh, the, uh, Texas, uh, the church in, in South Carolina it is white home And they should crack down. There's no doubt about that. No doubt about it. Um, and and I, I don't have an answer for you. And they refute. They had two hearings about it. And, and they had black people in those hearings saying, this is not a problem. This is not a big problem. Yeah, yeah. What? That oh, oh, that
2: was that. <laughs> yeah. They kind of no brothers up in
3: there. Yeah. Oh, uh, it was actually a sister. It was actually oh, a sister. Oh, Canada I think it was Canada Jones. Canada Jones. I tried not to actually I, I tried not to give her any shine to say her name, yeah. but it was her. <laughs> her uh, Those people right
0: there.
3: Yeah, we yeah. They find yeah. all the was, people they have uh, in their pocket and stick them yeah. in it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two two hearings about this. You know, so so um you know, it's it's a problem that that is not being addressed. And you're absolutely right. They they, they could crack down on the Black Panthers. They did it before. There's not there's they, they can do it right now. They can do yeah, it. Yeah. yeah, it's just no it's, no, no man invested in around the time Obama was in, it, it got
0: to its peak. It was starting. It was rising when Obama got in the yeah,
3: air. Obama, Obama. They went from around 600 different groups to over a yeah. thousand after the election of Donald Trump. It has skyrocketed even more. And now look at what's going on. We have. Uh, Antifa attacking Trump members, and Trump attacking Black Lives Matter. This, it's a, it's a mess. It's a mess. Yeah, it's a are. mess. And, and and so you know this 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 is a this is a problem. And I, uh, I don't know how much you guys pay uh, listen to to politics, but there was a guy, uh the general, uh, 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 yeah. Gen- yeah, general Mad Dog Maddox, I think Mattis, yeah General Mad Dog He said this president doesn't even try. To, to bring the country together. I oh, thought no. the way that 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 he that he said it was so right. He doesn't even he's not even trying to to get no. people to calm down and relax and go home and and let's love our neighbors and let's let's oh, talk. No. And, he's not even trying to do that. He can't so, win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Obama's so he's so Obama oh, oh, the election of Obama started this racial stuff, but understand it was always underneath the surface. It's always here. It was always underneath the surface. So when Obama gets in the office, it's like, okay, we got to do something about right. this because these because these people are going to try to take over. Trump gets in the office with all his all of his rhetoric, and now we now look now we've been sitting in the house <laughs> for, yeah. since since March <laughs> with this COVID and and and, and, and uh, watching watching riots in the street. It's 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 been the craziest year of, yeah. of my of my forty seven years of life.
0: And that's one crazy. thing. It has been crazy. It's been a crazy twenty twenty. So it's, yes.
2: not, it's safe to say that you're
3: not a Trump supporter. It's safe to say that. <laughs> 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 I I I, <laughs> I consider myself. Listen, I I I consider myself uh, uh, independent. I I don't agree with everything the liberals say, the the Democrats, and I don't agree with everything that that the, that the Republicans
1: I say. So, I agree with yeah. you. Yeah, yeah. Um, independent can have their own vision yeah. of things.
0: I don't think I ever agree with Republicans. So I don't know. I never they never agree. said anything I agree with, I agree with ever. <laughs> so, but I, I do appreciate you, man, Captain Hunter, coming in That's here good. on this podcast. Got got oh, one, got one more question. One, for you. one joint. Where, Jay? Mm-hmm.
1: All right. How did you feel? All right. Overall, how would you feel about? All right, we got a few months ago. Uh, came out South Carolina once again, South Carolina you have a police officer that had his rhetoric that was in his cop car. So they did an audit on his audio in his cop car and it came up that he was like uh, he was going to grab him a rifle and shoot up some black folks to start a uh, civil war too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what he said.
3: Yeah. I feel so, good. Uh, so uh, I, I-, I- Okay, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. I feel I feel good that a white female sergeant, if I understand, did her job, number one, and number two, but did her job by doing the audit, checking the his body camera. And I feel good that the department did something about it. That's what I, I feel good about that. I've obviously, you know, this guy doesn't deserve to be a police officer, but in this particular Instance that you're talking about, the system worked. The the sergeant did her job, and then she reported him and got him and got him out of there. So we all should feel good about that. That this white female officer did her job, and uh, and the department took action. Um, and hopefully, other officers will understand that. And. You know, I don't want to drive this stuff underground as we, as we talked about. I don't want mm-hmm. officers not to make these comments in their, in, when they're sitting in their cruisers or, or wait till they go home or set up fake Instagram profiles and <laughs> Facebook profiles and then do this stuff. I don't want them to do that. I want them to really get to know black people. I really want them to get to know immigrant people or, or you know, anyone. I want them to get to know people and understand and not be moved by their emotions and get to know us. We get to know them. So just like you're talking to me, you get to know police officers and say, "Hey, listen, that Captain Hunter, he wasn't such a jerk. Maybe there are, <laughs> there are police officers <laughs> who, who can who can do this." Right? I, I hope that that's what the conversation you would say, right? So be, be, that that is something that we need to build towards. That we need to work towards, and us. Being at each other's throat is not going to get us anywhere. It's going to get us further and further away from people. We're going to hate people. We're going to we're going to want to not want to deal with those type of people. We're going to say, you know, f it. I'm not going to talk to any more white people. Well, all white people don't think like that. All white people don't 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 have that mindset. And so we need to keep that in mind and be open minded to, to, to engaging with those people, talk to those people, listen to those people. And, and, and hopefully we, we can change their minds. They can change our minds. We can have a conversation. We can sit with each other uh, and, and just love each other. I went to a, to a football game one time. This white guy I was sitting next to was getting on my nerves because he was so nice. He wanted kept wanting to buy me beer. I'm like, listen, I'm not buying. <laughs> but it, But he was so nice. But he was so nice. So us talking, we sat through the whole game and we had a nice conversation just talking. You know, when he wasn't trying to get me drunk, <laughs> so you know? so we yeah. can do this. We can do this, man. We really can do this, but we get we can't. We, we talked about the Republican uh, thing before, Republican Democratic thing before. Mm-hmm. I think that, that 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 way of thinking is is really tearing this country apart. We need to stop being huddled together in our own echo chambers, just listening to to these people or reading what these people say, and all I'm doing is is focusing on what they say look at other people that you don't agree with and try to find some common ground. Look at them, read them, understand where they're coming from, why they say it, call into their shows, invite them on your show, have a conversation with these people. Everyone's oh yeah. I've looking a uh,
0: KKK racist to come on our podcast. Hey, anybody watching right now, you're a racist. Yeah.
3: We want you immediately. You know yeah. Yeah. I- yeah. Let's, let's, let's <laughs> have it out, man. There's a, there's a brother I have on, and maybe you can have him on your podcast too. His name is Daryl Davis. This brother, black brother Musician has been to, uh, and if you invite him, he'll he'll definitely come. Um, Daryl Davis, um, he he's been to K- Klan rallies, uh, he's been to cross burnings. Black brother, he's on CNN. He's, on CNN. Uh, he's been def- on Yeah, so this brother, this brother uh, uh, has been <laughs> has been taking Klan members' robes. Uh, he's got a collection of Klan members' robes that they gave him over two hundred, I believe. He's got two hundred because he he, little, what,
0: right?
3: yeah, yeah, because. He got to know people and that's what it is he used his music people came up to him as a musician and once again i, I told the guy i don't know the, the history of the guy who's trying to buy me beer but you just talk to people on a common ground whether it's you because you like the same sports team you like the same music we're all people and if you get to know if you get to know people we sure. won't have this problem you know and that's that's the problem man. so Daryl Davis, reach out to him. He's a good brother, and he can give us the secrets about how to reach people who who don't see the same thing as us. So I hope that was a long winded kind of answer, but I feel good that that the system worked in that case in South Carolina. I feel good about that.
0: Real?
2: Oh, yeah. uh, just just a random question for me. Um, so you seem like um you well thought out and well planned. So I'm gonna throw you random to you. Um, okay. You're <laughs> police chief in Chicago, how
3: would you deal with that situation out there? If the police stop me in Chicago?
2: No, no, I say you you're the acting police chief oh, in okay. Chicago as of right now. How would you de-escalate that situation that's out there?
3: Yeah, uh um Chicago's unfortunately had a had a problem. So if I'm the acting chief, I would go to the union, I would go to the community, I would go to the uh preachers out there, uh I would talk to every single roll call, every single member of my department collectively. Um, I can't do it individually thousands of officers, but you can do it collectively. You can have zoom meetings and, and meet with the people, give them my vision of as far as what I want, talk to the community, see what they want, see what, how we can make things better. Um, and talk to the union and, and get them on board and and say, listen, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to hold people accountable. Talk to the, to the city leaders, city managers, uh, right this this stuff can be it can be overcome we, we can overcome these problems uh, that we uh, that that are here but it, it's going to start with dialogue conversation talking with each other not at each other uh, not going in there thinking the police are always right because we're not uh, not thinking the community is always right because they're not <laughs> uh, not thinking the politicians are always right because God knows that they're not always right so uh, you have to go in there with an open mind open heart, talk to people implement change uh, see whether we see where there's deficiencies at and I think that that you, we started off this conversation with something that that is very that is very key every single uh, survey that has been done between white people their their appreciation or their respect for police and that and, and the same questions are asked to black people it really isn't off it's about eight in ten black uh, white people that approve of the police. And as bad as situations are it's really about six and ten average between black people who have, uh, have an affinity or, or believe the police are doing a good job mm-hmm. that that really isn't a bad thing what we started off with is that when people don't aren't held accountable and that unfortunately has been going on for too long when officers do something no one's holding them accountable. And that's what drives the, drives things down. The way that people, two biggest things that I know from my IA days and being a supervisor is, is that, uh, and you mentioned it again, is how police officers talk to people. That's number one. That's how police officers talk to people. And number two is when the police officers do something wrong, that they're not held accountable. So you can fix that. People can fix that. A, a, a good administration can fix that. You go in there and say, listen, you're not gonna swear at anyone, you're gonna introduce yourself, you're gonna say yes, sir, no, sir, ma'am, thank you. And we have body cam footage. And if I see a body cam footage when you're not addressing someone as sir or ma'am, you're gonna you're 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 gonna get an extra extra duty assignment or something like that taken away mm-hmm. from you, right? You, you we can do you can correct that in, in a couple of weeks, and you can correct how they talk to people, and you can and you can correct how and when discipline is coming that's going to be more of a challenge with unions as we talked about but the, but those two are are huge items that that people can deal with let me tell let me tell the story about not too long ago when i went to uh i'm retired just a few days you know and i went to the state police uh in my st- in my state here and i had to you know deal with them for for a little bit so i walk in and the guy gets on the phone he's like uh pick up the phone yeah can i help you he just says uh you know it's troop whatever it was i'm not going to say the troop number and he says uh and he never introduced himself hello this is uh trooper such and such how can i help you it's just troop troop e- x and there's no troop x in connecticut but that's what he said so i'm like man okay i'm now now the commander in me is starting to think man okay we wouldn't i would never allow anybody to answer the phone like that but that's how this guy answered the phone <laughs> so he starts asking me do you have a mask on do you have a mask I'm like, I have a mask, but it didn't say to put on a sign. No, I should have had a mask on. <laughs> I should have had a yeah. mask on. But, but there, was the, and there was no sign saying enter the premises with a mask. So I didn't. And yeah. I looked. <laughs> and so, yeah. but, but, but I know better. I should have had a mask on. So he says, okay, do you have ID? Yeah, I have ID. Well, what does that got to do with <laughs> what I'm here for? right? Exactly. So his whole, my point is the whole approach and how we talked. I was turned off. As a, I'm a citizen now, but I'm turned off. And I'm thinking about this. So my point is we can fix this. We can fix this, this warrior type of us against them mentality that the police have for people. If we come off and know how to talk to people like they're a human being, like we as police are not robots, like we're not an occupying military force in people's communities. Hello, sir. If I pull you over a motor vehicle slap. hello, sir. Don't don't have my hand on my gun as we talked about. Hello, sir. I stopped you for, uh, you know, uh, running that stop sign back there. Do you have a license? My name is uh, Officer So and So. Do you have a license, registration, insurance on you? That w- that that would change your perception of the police. <laughs> it really would. Yeah. We, and we could change that in six months if we just did that. <laughs> six months. Now. That that comes down to who's running the uh, departments. Really? I started that. I, I started that. Then right. I said it comes from the top. I talked about my mayor, who's a former chief of police, to my other chiefs of police, to myself as a c- captain. It all starts with these people. It all starts with them. Right. I would even say the mayor's right. The, the mayor's huge. What kind of city am I running here? Do the, do the citizens of my city feel safe going to the police, calling 911? Do they feel safe when, when the police are, are driving around or do I want a tyranny? that I think that I have to control all these people, right? It starts with the mayor. What kind of city am I going to start start off with? Then it goes to the chief of police. What kind of department am I going to run? Am I going to run a department where I expect my officers to to talk down to people? Continuing on with that story, when I was at the state police barracks, Uh, the the guy says, uh, so he hands me back his, long story short, he slides. I give him my ID. uh, Then he gives it back to me, and he says, Lawrence, and then here's your ID. Not Mr. Hunter. Yeah, now, yeah, yeah. Right. Right. Now, if, I, if I'm if i going to address him, I'm going to say Trooper so-and-so, you know, yeah. if I ask him for his name, he's going to say my name is Trooper, trooper or or Officer. I'm not just picking a state police, but but off, my name is Officer Hunter and my badge number is X, Y and Z. But he calls me by my first name. Now, I don't know how the, I never saw the guy. He's sitting behind a black glass, tinted yeah. out glass. Another problem I had. I don't even know who I'm talking to. So 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 these are these are problems that people have with, with the police. They don't want to go to police. Right. So these are problems. I never saw this guy to this day. I don't I don't know who he is. He calls me by my first name. I'm 47 years old. I don't know if this guy's 30 years old. I don't know who he was. He says says my name is Lawrence. Just just barks out my name. Okay, (laughs) you you know, that turned me off. That turned me off. And I know it turns everyone off. I know that it does. I was a supervisor uh, and people came into the front desk that we called it. And they said to us, uh, you know, I did not have a problem that this officer towed my car. But did he have to swear at me in front of my kids? Did he, did he have to be so mean? Did he had to be so rough. And, and that is a good question that people need to to, to to ask. And that, again, as we said, comes from the top. A mayor should say, don't talk to these people like that. Uh, a commander or supervisor should say, don't talk to these people like that. Call them yes, sir, no, sir, ma'am, thank you. Tear down this, 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 this tinted window that so nobody can see who you are. We're here to serve. You are a public servant. I did not feel served that day. Mm. So
2: you gotta say that shout out to the people in the back. You know, I don't think they
0: understand they sir. <laughs> hey, that's crazy. It's like like I told you before, I don't like police. But I haven't really like a, a a retired police officer now
3: named Hunter.
0: You, know I mean?
3: <laughs> you know, I can come to the cookout now, huh?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I appreciate you a whole lot for coming in and stepping in on our podcast, man.
3: Yeah, absolutely, awesome.
0: man. taking time out. You know, appreciate it a absolutely.
3: whole lot. Absolutely, man. We gotta do this again, man. Absolutely, man. Appreciate it.
0: Yeah. So, y'all ain't got nothing else to say, right? <laughs> <laughs> we can, can let them go. Ones, Thanks bro. a lot, man. I appreciate it a whole lot, man. It, absolutely,
3: it, it, man. I'm gonna re- reach out, man. Have you on my podcast when we we chop it up? Man.
0: So. That's what's up, man. Because you maybe look at uh, police officers a little different. Because some good ones Maybe. Gonna... If it's something like you, put it like yeah, that. I don't want to put it like yeah, yeah, I wanna, yeah, It got to yeah, be yeah. like a whole thing like that. But <laughs> you know? yeah. well, I appreciate you a whole lot, man.
3: If Absolutely, you ever man. want to
0: come on there, just reach out. We want to join this. Oh, we're going to make out. it happen. Make it
3: happen. Appreciate yeah. it a whole lot, man. Thanks a lot. Okay. Okay, man. Take care.
0: Yes, that was retired police officer. Lawrence Was it like me. Yeah, it did. It
2: really did. Real? Yeah, you I mean, I see where he's are coming from, and he actually has some solutions to the problems that I had the most problem with.
0: Yeah, because at first we thought we was about to start yeah, eating this battle up. My whole thought process, okay, police, okay, I'm about to dig in as well. You know what I'm
2: saying? And he admitted that. He see that they do bad, and they, they get away issues with
1: issues going on right now, mm-hmm.
0: and in the past. And he kind of agreed with everything we were saying. It's kind of hard to be mad at. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you should be mad at the cop- You know what I'm saying? He was
1: doing like he was in the- yeah. he just, he went out to, he said hey, that's all that
2: matters.
1: Yeah. You're going to go down
2: on your fellow blues. When yeah. You're, you're high, so yeah, you gotta do that. Dog, me already know you won't be on top of your game.
0: And most of the solutions he had was the shit I had on mine, so I don't know. It wasn't <laughs> too much I could, <laughs> you know. I mean, I get it. He
2: right though. It has to be a collective. The mayor got one to do it, but as you would say, there's social
1: issues, and the mayor don't care about social issues.
2: He's care economics,
1: like when you say Chicago. Yeah. Uh-huh. It was funny because. It's funny you said that because the man it's been about how many years? I ain't mean see the man say nothing at all. I think when it's up a... Up in Chicago, it's a black female. Yeah, shit, yeah. But when they started looting last month, she came out and said, if you loot, we know who you are, and we're going to come get you. Okay, if a straight bullet hit a two-year-old, why are you not saying the same thing about them niggas that just shot that baby?
0: You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That that's the only thing about the whole thing with me is most of the, the most of the issues will be within the black community itself. You know what I'm saying? To Like, I, like I've been shot before. Yeah. And it was a nigga that shot me though. It wasn't a white motherfucker. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? But, that's true. But see so, as a mayor
1: or as a, a public official, mm-hmm. you have to Suppress these issues as they come along. You can't just sit back and be a blind eye. People start looting stores. They want to say something. They ain't got nothing to do with issues. Like, something went down. I think it was a police thing that had happened. And then they started looting the stores.
0: Yeah. The looting part, okay. well, that shit, I don't agree with that. Like yeah, that's a waste of time. time. Yeah, I don't get that either. Then when you got a racist president, they're going to tell you. Want the looting star, the shooting star. Like, what the fuck?
4: Half, half the
0: looters don't be from the city. How the president gonna say, what's the looting star, the shooting star? Like, what are you
1: talking you about, man? Shoot, Yeah, but basically, what he's saying is get those black ass terrorists. That's basically what he's saying. You know? He ain't saying nothing else lighter than that. He just said,
0: get them niggas. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, well, hey, I appreciate everybody right now tuning in. I hope you got just like we did, got enlightened by talking to a, a retired police officer. Some of the uh, issues that we had on our mind, we, we discussed with not That was my first time talking to a cop, you know what I'm saying? So, hey, that, that, It is what it is, you know what
2: I'm saying? <laughs> We're also on the hunt for a politician. That's my real goal right there. You know, any aspiring county executive, House of Representatives, senator, anything. We're looking for one of y'all because that's the real issue right there. Yeah. Y'all hold the real power. And y'all can sit the feds on some of this shit. Like the KKK shouldn't even, white supremacy shouldn't even be a thing. How are you gonna go the black people with the Black Panthers and you can wipe the KKK out? I mean, seriously, put the CIA, put the FBI, six months, we we good. Y'all know it's a threat, but y'all not dealing with it. So
0: now it's making me apprehensive. Now I'm worried. It's not just KKK. They got a lot of them. They got uh, they got skinheads. This is a lot of. They got like different affiliations
1: yeah. of KKK.
2: All that can be done within a second, though. Like, they got, like,
1: hate groups. Exactly. But my thing is, if you pass the hate laws, whoo, why the fuck is these people existing? <laughs>
2: because of uh, freedom of speech. They can say what they want to say. But ain't hey, can't say, do what you want I'm about really? to say. There you go. <laughs> no. That's the point I'm trying to make. They let them do what they want to do.
1: You know. I ain't really getting the death, but I, I ain't going to bring back to six because he wasn't around for that. Because that's kind of like contradicting yourself. You're going to pass a hate law but then you exercise your first minute right. I couldn't have been no cop in the stick. I'm
2: going to water holes on my people. But you got to uphold the law. How am I going to let this man, I know these group of people, I know hunt this boy from this tree. How am I going to let that go? Dead. That's what I'm talking about. That's where the anger coming in. And that's my whole point. And I'm like, They've been around for all that. Police probably been around for that, and they let it go. They don't. They ain't see justice. McNeal got killed fourteen. For looking at a chick,
1: and he didn't even look at her. She lied. Yep, she lied. It came out. Yeah, she did. I'm and they and they was trying to scoop that on the road. Oh, lady, what you saying? No, you didn't say that. No, right. He yeah. did that. You know. What yeah. I'm saying? <laughs>
2: They trying to sweep that down, you know. Yeah, but I get it. And not bring the notable cases up. It's a 1,000 that we ain't know about. That's my whole point. 1,000 people Have you seen. Yeah, you never even seen. you seen Mississippi Burns? Come on, man. Every time I want to pick a shotgun up.
0: Yeah. kids Kente do that for me. Uh, Boots do that
2: for <laughs> he me, man. Go, like, oh, yeah,
0: no. me off. Hey, I wanted to escape too, dog. I I, I jumped off the ship. I'm going <laughs> to That joint stopped throwing me off. I can't watch that joint. Roots, that's that's and that's here. what I'm saying. And, and i am telling
2: people that's the people who we fight for, and that's where that the, the spirit and the fire come from, though. That's why I can't let shit ride because they ate this shit so I could get here. Because if they ain't put up with that, wouldn't be no me, you know what I'm saying? Grandma had the you know, great-grandma got raped. Hey, that's how we got the right now, though we yeah. had that shit at first, you know what I'm saying? She she
1: did that, I'm here for that. I appreciate that. You know about the, the rape of Racy Taylor? I ain't heard about that man. Well, They ran a train over basically and raped her, Threw it oh. on the side of the road, half dead. That's crazy. She went to the authorities. The authorities said nope, you're lying. The government said nope, you're lying. And all them dudes got off
0: scot-free. This is the third perspective podcast. Please everybody tune in. Facebook group, YouTube, subscribe we you're on YouTube. We you got a uh, 100 subscriber chip challenge, the hottest chip in the world. You know what I'm saying? So you tune in, you, you subscribe, you get that. You get subscribe, you got a chance to win anything off the website. The Howland, say,
2: Howland Crash.
0: Howland Crash. Holland website, where you can go in and get custom made shirts, t shirts cups, whatever you need, you know what I'm saying, custom made, you subscribe to all our channels, you'll be in the running, you know what I'm saying, for anything you want, you know, player, so every week, we do one thing, we go back in history, you know what I'm saying, when rap was rap back in the day, (laughs) and we go back and listen to freestyles with rappers back in the day, the interviews, and discuss their mind frame from that day, and give them a, a grade on their rhymes. You know what I'm saying? Now, so this week, Man, those good old days when rap, was rap. rap was rap. You know what I'm <laughs> <what's> saying? Now, <laughs> that's my engine quicker than I wanted, but that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Now, that's what's up. Hey, well, everybody tune in right now. We's a ghetto podcast. You know what I'm saying? we just getting started. And we did we we again a ghetto podcast for sure. You know what I'm saying? By every scene in every meaning of the word, that's us. You know what I'm saying? Doc? So what we're gonna do, what we do every week, we go back and rap rap, basement, or wherever they was at, interviewing and catch them with freestyling, give them our grade from 2020. You know what I'm saying? Doc. So this week, right here, it's a little mystery of people on this joint. We got we got iced tea. You know what I'm saying? We're gonna see what he talking about this week. Ice-T,
2: what y'all think you about Ice-T, dog? You mean from
0: Breaking? Oh, Ice-T. Uh,
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, Which
0: one, you talking about Ice-T from Breaking or Ice-T from- uh, I thought uh, you ain't talking about Ice-T on a What's that, uh, uh cop show? <laughs> that nigga make uh, his first song ever was Cop Killer. He ended up on a fucking, what's that joint? Uh, it's a show on, man. Yeah, Law and Order. One Law and Order, order Slim.
1: Uh vic special victim. Yeah, and that nigga a wife.
0: She wife. Yeah, she bad. Yeah, she got a she yeah. a grinder. And she yeah, she of those. Yeah, I mean the paper. only iced tea I really want
1: is the one drink.
0: Yeah. Oh, you say you're man? So we're gonna yeah, see now <laughs> what we got here with iced tea freestyle. I've never <laughs> seen a freestyle before, so it's new to me. I
2: don't think you can tonight
0: <laughs> tea yeah, he turned out now. freestyle flow. <laughs> it's my first time saying <laughs> freestyle. Big thing here, spitting it off the top three. Coming on through with my man, IT. It's all cool. Picture with some flats that are splitter with my girl, DJ Twister. It's all good, and y'all ain't got none for us. Big shout out to Stevie Fred and the Moochie North. I'm out of here, but next up, the freestyle in the booth is my man. Attack the feet.
1: Mm-hmm. Who yes. I never heard it.
4: I got a passion for fast and fast cars and living trifling. A sweet tooth for Mike Booth's hoes and rap life in it. Everybody knows Big Tash is unstoppable. Flashy Tashy flies ass pop and popping everything that's poppable. Papa a collar, pop a willy, pop up at your house. Pop a bottle's in your lawn, tell your pops are going out. Hip hop, no doubt, that's what it's about. But I'ma tell y'all fools once, y'all better read my mouth. This is slow motion, West Coasting. The niggas in my clicker get you drunk for free promotion. Post a walker be sliding by you with the remedy. Y'all drink that red bull, I drink Hennessy for energy. Yo, I know my team, same enormous high performance. We so fresh and so clean, clean, bling ba bling. This is how we do. I'm with the West Coast King, Ice T. Yo, 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 check it out. This is the blueprint of the game, Ice T. Baby, you heard about it? Think the video? Yo, yo. Iceberg, yo, I'm about to do it for y'all. Okay, without huh? cursing, this is really working on my brain, real hard. I'm a, I'm a, what did you I'm say? A, yo, I'ma say it like this. Yo, my name is Ice, one syllable. This is the surface on Earth, kid. You're killable. Don't overrate your worth. When you see me, look me in my eyes, don't blink. You can't even looking at my bitch. On my pave link, on my full length man. What the hell you think? I got all this damn stuff by slipping you tripping pop the remi kick back and let the player represent hot floss true boss game and take aim and suck a be players please you green i've been hoes on the down low my banks have seen you want to chill with this player bet you wish you could and suck game on my ass like sponges i run this can't mess with the steelo the player on the low. when on the east i play c-low cash flow one track mind serial hustler quick to break a buster snitch bitch Dust ya. Bentley ballin' bastard. No hustler, faster. Game maker. I knock a white trick and break her. it. You can't see me, punk sucker. Your focus is off. You can't be me, bunk sucker. You're broken. You're soft. Too many niggas trying to perp my lifestyle, romantic. I was kicking game when you kids was breakdancing. Ah! Overlords so of the wax suckers ain't dead. Probably cause my aim is over niggas' head. Ah! Yeah, yeah. Jay Mac and Rowe. 818 style, baby. We're gonna do it like this, basic for you. I got rings around my table cause I never <laughs> use a poster. drink <laughs> through a Hennessy, skip the mimosa, you too big for my
0: coat, so fuck I fuck got a coaster, is. oops I was supposed to put that back in my holster. I go
4: to a Brody Cody for the motor, rhyme so dope ya, yeah. I come like Mr. Rover. rope ya, yeah. hang yeah, with another liquid banger. second and none, except the baby in the manger, get on Star Spangler, I traveled to go came back and my honey picked me up in the road, got jacked for one time in a jet black probe. Swift got beats that crack the diamond in your earlobe, your idol, the highest title, the move of Uno. This for homies in the whole okay. drink of Pruno, you know, and I know the licks best of vessel vinyl hitting like the echo round on up like Rhino. Ah, it's,
1: yeah. the
4: it's the
1: leg, baby, it's
4: the lake. Lake, do it like that, best style for your BET. XO.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. All right, all right, all right, all right. Hmm. Check this out, check this out, check this out, check this out.
0: y'all hmm. think about that right there?
2: Woo! Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, let me check this out, check this out, check this out. That's how your man Ice-T just sounds. <laughs> so I'm going to start with main man went first, he get two mics. Two. And that was being generous. Ice-T, my first ever. Uno. cause that's all he gets is One. He one and his free it wasn't because he really freestyled this. He just can't. One a one, and that was being nice. If I could give him a zero or just the top of the tip, that's all he would get.
1: <sighs> but, and, and then my <laughs> just tip of the dick. Oh, no, no, no. 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 Uh, you know, and my you
2: man know. went last—he was the best out of the He get two and a half. He earned that two and a half. He saved it because the first one tried, I see, just killed it. I mean, it was like the first three minutes, of, uh yeah, uh, uh what? Yeah, uh-huh, uh, check this out, check this out. <laughs> I was like, okay. I get it, I get it. You was really freestyling. Ice. I, I respect that.
0: Well, yeah. man, ain't go. Ticket ain't go,
2: though. Yeah, he went first. He started Oh, that was t- t- yeah, oh. yeah, Ticket tried to save him.
0: <laughs> I got you, man. And yeah, yeah. hey, you wanna be
2: real, i, I we're gonna judge it off the day. Ticket get three because he say the whole thing, cause this is the best for all that college.
5: Damn. But yeah, Not I see titty. one.
2: One I see a one. One I think two. No, no, no. No, no, no. Man went before him, got a two. Oh. Oh. The nah, man damn. went out there and got two and a half, cause he said it. You know, but him in the middle. God, damn. That man they called Mr. T one.
0: One, one I don't know what that was about. <laughs> okay. I
1: wanna know what you one uh wanna know what you think first. <laughs> I'm so still kind of very late. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, check that
2: out. Check that
0: out. <laughs> but, uh what's his name? Tigger went first. Yeah, Tigger was the first. Tigger one. is a basic C every time. He, he, he don't he do go how high higher than that ever. No. And he don't drop no. even, He's He basically the same. So he's saying two mics. Yeah, I get I get a ticket three. Three? Yeah. You know what i get uh, three mics, yeah. I get... Uh, Is he when next?
2: No, nah, it was a, another dude. I forgot his name. You know his name. Pusha Petillo,
0: whatever oh. his name was. Oh, so, okay. so Patasio. Matt.
2: Yeah, Patasio Mac. Matt, Matt.
0: I get him a C2. He, C, no. I mean, not C, C. Three mics. Yeah, three mics. He definitely get three mics. Sure. So. Because bad. that shit was written, but he didn't fuck up. He kept flowing the whole time till <laughs> he was done. You know what I'm saying? Well, all that shit was written. <laughs>
2: was
0: written. I see flow for real. I gave him a motherfucker. He flowed. He he, flowed. Tried, he brought he didn't flow flow. Okay. But so <laughs> he was he was rhyming off the top of his head. Like, like the that. last 20 seconds. He was rhyming. He the wasn't last, none of that shit was written. I hope not. I know. God, not. <laughs> the Could last
2: 35 seconds of his rap.
0: So he was going really off the top of
2: his head, just saying <laughs> anything. The last 35 seconds sounded good. Like he started ride. catching he started catching the beat at the end. But he should have went back in there. That might have him too Mike.
0: But yeah, that whole first minute and a half. <laughs> yo, yo, what's up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah to yeah. me, I'm thinking, are you trying to think of something? <laughs> yeah, he was. But then he started rapping. It wasn't nothing he thought of. He was saying it now. <laughs> like, what but the fuck? Yeah, that was, yeah, he was true.
2: <laughs> the last two bars at the end. I
0: thought of them, he was about to say, fuck it, I ain't rapping. That last
2: verse he hit was saved him. I got
0: him a mic. Yeah, he came in and then strong, yeah. But like I said, he was freestyling. He really was going up top of his head. <laughs> That's why I gave a seat. No, I ain't got to be ready to that. He definitely is. So what about the last
1: guy? You got him to see? Yeah. All right. <laughs> Typically, be at three mics. The guy after that, he gets
0: one and a half. One and a half mics. Damn, we doing that. One mic today.
1: <laughs> you the
0: gun. Damn. You brought the gun into the basement today, though. Yeah, none of them wrap. <laughs> no. No, no. I ain't here. Nothing for you. I think Tigger might be the best rapper. John roll, please. Would you get Ice-T? Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> What's that, D? Yeah. Damn. Uh, nah, nice, T. They actually get... Yourself that's, a C. that's a That's a D plus. Boy, you said
1: three?
0: You said two, though. Two. Yeah, that's like... That's a D. <laughs> Delighted. Two mics. With
2: two mics. Damn, two mics. Yeah. I mean, he never had a flow, though. Every album nah, he had, hey, he, he had rap no rap flow. To he to just
0: complete rock. trash.
2: You know, he had chicks on him covering the album. You
0: yeah, know what I'm saying? They complete, had his chicks. Complete utter trash.
2: Cop killer! Cop yeah. killer! Man, that was that a terrible. rock song. That wasn't even a, a <laughs> rock <rap> song. <laughs> yeah, that was a rock Yeah, movie. dreadlocks. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. So, he went from breaking to rap to rock and roll. Come on, man. Stop that. Sure, that's your man though, man. You should have went to uh Cypress Hill
1: for
2: that. Terrible. That was your man though, man. Uh, <laughs> you on cover of Time magazine and all that shit.
0: That's in a cop uniform. That's not good. Yeah.
1: Yeah, how you gonna go from cop to
0: being on cop killer? shit? I was a nah. man I had all uh connected stats. <laughs> 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 I stats. Everybody got all, like nigga. How's but he think? didn't come off like that for uh, me to burn him up yeah I'm like he wasn't defending him so you know what i'm saying yeah, like he's been in trouble he would defend a bleach like no nah, i got nah, some police you in your state to get play. <laughs> 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 i ain't get the ring none of that at all because he was good you know what i'm saying no? <laughs> yeah. so hey i appreciate everybody that tunes in our podcast we ain't. download our podcast dog we on down we on uh spotify most definitely shout out to spotify apple no. podcast shout out to Apple podcast you know YouTube, subscribe, check us out. We'll be back Friday. We'll do a little uh, beauty on Friday. We got a couple people coming on in with us, be, you know what I'm saying? If not, it'd be us usual suspects. You know what I'm saying, nah? The third perspective suspects. Jay, Radical Rail, Rad B.I.D. Jones, you know? Justice for everybody. Y'all got something to say before we get out of here? I do we yeah,
2: like, following society, you know, Rail Gaming, Rail Media. Third Perspective Podcast. It's your three, it's your three chances. You know, well, if you check y'all there. There you go. Check out the Holland Crash website. You see something on there? Be like, go ahead, enter it three times. Gotcha.
0: you know. And that's that's Holland Crash. Boom. You know, check that website out right now before y'all even subscribe. For real. So when so you see something you like, just subscribe. You know what I'm saying? Boom, subscribe. Don't forget, we are gonna be on fire with the hottest chips in the world. If we get 100 subscribers on YouTube, you know, we started a YouTube channel in March. March or no, February. February, March. It could have been February. Yeah. It was March. It was March. Yeah. Fact. It's the first week of March. If you want. We started YouTube channel. So we, want, we haven't got 100 subscribers yet. So we get 100 subscribers. We're we'll going to eat the hottest chip in the world. That's the Pacquiao Chip Challenge. You know what I'm saying? We already got the chips. Next week on the pit, we're gonna have these things displayed for y'all so y'all can see what we talk about. You know what I'm saying, yeah,
2: Come on, we'll before you get still.
0: You know <laughs> The Third Perspective. Thank you, thank you, thank you. We appreciate you a whole lot from the family of T3P. Like, subscribe, leave a message. We'll get right back to you. Donate a dollar to five dollars. We appreciate it a whole lot. The podcast is gonna keep popping. Thank you.